www.thepowerofdesign.com. And again, just call me, Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, and may you have a wonderful day with your families. Today, I am going to begin with, without Without a vision, God's people perish. There is a vision for our time. A vision for the Christian people in America, in the churches of God, all seven churches. There are seven churches in the book of Revelation chapter 1, 2, and 3. There is not a individual assembly that is the ruling assembly of the children of God. Nope. There are seven assemblies, and the children of God presently are in one of the seven assemblies. I'm going to begin with 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse, I believe it is chap, verse uh, 18. there is a message there is something that God has put in his scripture a way in which people are to come to God and it is the preaching of the gospel so I'm going to begin with verse 18 and this is going to be out of the message Bible no I'll tell you what I'm going to go with the amplified Bible verse 18 the story and message of the cross is sheer absurdity and folly to those who are perishing and on their way to perdition. But to us who are being saved, it is the manifestation of the power of God. Verse 19, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 19, It is written, I will baffle and render useless and destroy the learning of the learned and the philosophy of the philosophers and the cleverness of the clever, and the discernment of the discerning. I will frustrate and nullify them and bring them to nothing, make them void. Verse 20. Where is the wise man, the philosopher? Where is the scribe or scholar? Where is the investigator, 
the debater of this present time and age. Has not God shown up the nonsense and the folly of the world's wisdom? This world's wisdom? For when the world with all its earthly wisdom failed to perceive and recognize and know God by means of its own philosophy, God in His wisdom was pleased through the foolishness of preaching salvation procured by Christ and to be had through Him to save those who believed, who clung to and trusted in and relied on Him. For while Jews demandingly ask for signs and miracles and the Greeks pursue philosophy and wisdom, Verse 23, we preach Christ, the Messiah, crucified, preaching which to the Jews is a scandal and an offensive stumbling block that springs a snare or trap, and to the Gentiles it is absurdity and utter unphilosophical nonsense. But to those who are called, whether Jew or Greek, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. But to those who are called, whether Jew or Greek, Gentile, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. My program today, we're going to talk about the wisdom of God, which we know is the gospel and also the wisdom of God is prophecy. God uses the gospel to introduce every person to him, to Christ, and to those who will receive Christ, the gospel is the power of God to bring the listener into the kingdom of heaven to bring them to Christ for salvation, forgiveness of sins, and to bring them into an eternal kingdom. And then, with each generation, God has chosen the matter of vision so that His people don't perish. So His people stay alive to God, to Christ, that they don't become apostate. Now, we're going to go to Second Second Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter 2, actually. And this is going to start with verse 4. In today's program, we're going to discuss one of the great prophecies for the body of Christ before the tribulation. A great prophecy that had to be fulfilled, one of many, prior to the tribulation. The tribulation and the great tribulation. One half tribulation, the first half, three and a half years, 
the Great Tribulation will be an additional three and a half years. And prior to the Tribulation, many things will occur. War, famines, uh, many earthquakes, and also there will be prophecies about individuals and nations. We've talked about Ezekiel 38 and 39. Today we're going to talk about 1 Kings chapter 8. And we're going to talk about Revelation chapter 17. We're going to talk about a great prophecy to the body of Christ. And it's directed to the body of Christ. But it is a prophecy that is too hard to want to believe. A prophecy about an individual that is going to make you uneasy. But if you don't know the prophecy, you're going to go continue into your future and you're not going to see what is vital for you to see. God is in the process working intricately with His people in His family to bring forth the final generation of overcoming believers in all of the seven churches. And in God's wisdom, there are prophecies that these overcomers must see and understand because as they view and understand these prophecies, it will make it will temper them and it will make them it, they will become sober they will sober up and this is a time where god's children need to be sober to be in their right thinking to be mentally aware of what is happening around them we're going to talk about these prophecies. Before we do, I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm going to begin with verse 4. This is Paul talking about what he had been called to do. He says, My teaching, my message, and my speech, and my preaching are not, were not with the words of human wisdom, that persuade or entice people, but with proof of the power that the Spirit gives, or proof powerfully revealed by the Spirit, or the demonstrations of the Spirit and of power. This was so that your faith would be in God's power, and not in human, not in human wisdom but it would be in God's wisdom verse 6 however we speak wisdom to those who are mature and I'm going to use the amplified bible on this one verse 6 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 
Amplified. Yet, when we were among the full-grown, spiritually mature Christians who are ripe in understanding, in the time in which we live, I tell you, there are in the body of Christ spiritually mature Christians who are ripe in understanding. They're in the body of Christ in spite of the nonsense and the dysfunctional believers in this body. Christ said that in every generation he would have those who would be faithful to him, who in every generation would have a spiritual maturity to them that could not be denied. We are also in this world. There is, there are those in the body of Christ who are spiritually mature. My counsel would be this. Find the men who are in the responsible positions. Take out your magnifying glasses. Inspect them. They are to be inspected. This is one of the disciplines in the body of Christ in America that is not being uh, a dis discipline that has been ignored. The discipline is to look at the men who are in positions, who are teachers or pastors or prophets or so-called apostles evangelists, inspect them. It is, a, it is a discipline that Christians must be aware of. I'll give you an example. Christ, Moses set the, 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 the pattern in the Old Testament with the sacrifices. They were going to be sacrificed on the altar. Each sacrifice was to be inspected. And the priests, there were these men who they went through each sacrifice and they inspected to see if there was a spot, a blemish, contamination, something that was unacceptable to God according to Moses' laws. The priest inspected the sacrifices. Christ, on the night and through the, through the time of his ministry, he obeyed and followed the pattern of what Moses said that the priests were to do. And I'm talking about the Sanhedrin at that time. And the attorney, the law, the law, the lawyers, all of them, the religious world. From the very beginning in the book of Mark, the day that Christ was baptized and the Spirit announced, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. The inspection began. The inspection began. Christ Messiah, this Son of God, the inspection began.
by the disciples, by the crowds, by the Sanhedrin, by the Pharisees, the scribes, the inspection began. All through his ministry. And the final inspection, actually before the sacrifice took place, because he was the sacrificial lamb. The night when he went before Pilate, and all through that evening, he was being inspected. They were looking for blemish. They were looking for any kind of a trait, whether through what he'd spoken or his conduct. Was he going to strike back? What was he going to do? He was inspected thoroughly by Rome, by the religious world of that time, and by the crowds. Most importantly, he was inspected by the disciples themselves. And there was no blemish found. None. There was no accusation that Satan could bring against Christ. He was without spot, without blemish. He was the Son of Man, perfect. And today, whenever I have used this example, when I get together and when I'd get, when in the past, as I'd get together with pastors, I just at one time and many times I have told these pastors, whether we understand it or not, Whenever we get together as a group, the fact is we are inspecting each other. I'm inspecting you. I want to know your doctrine. I want to know your theology. I want to know your eschatology. I'm inspecting to see what your conduct is. I want to see what kind of character you have. I'm inspecting. And anybody that is going to be, that has been called by God to positions of responsibility that is one of the disciplines that has to be uh, it has to be used. It's a discipline that must we have to inspect. The priests have to inspect the condition of the flocks. The shepherd has to has to inspect the condition of the flocks. And I told the, at one time at one particular meeting I said, "And brothers, you are inspecting me." You want to know my position on eschatology, on doctrine, on theology. You want to know my conduct. You want to know if, if I've been uh, faithful to the Lord in my calling. If I know my calling. Do I have the vision that I need for my calling? Every man in his calling that is going to be, that's going to have the souls of men in his hand, in his care, this person must be of the highest caliber as far as his conduct in every way. I would tell them I'm inspecting you because it's I have to. It's one of the disciplines of those who are called to positions of authority in the body of Christ. I have to inspect and I need to be inspected. Because if there's anything that is happening in my life that I don't see, the Holy Spirit will be faithful to bring someone to point it out if I don't catch it. 
So, it's a discipline. And Christians in general, especially the Christians that have no firm ground to stand on because they don't know the Bible, because they don't know theology, these people don't know how to inspect. You, use, you have to use the Scripture. You have to see if people are living by the Scripture. Many men who are in positions of authority, I look at what the Scripture says, they're not to be there. They are, some of them are Satanists behind the pulpit. Devil worshippers behind the pulpit. And the they speak. They love the gospel. They love the teachings of Christ and they and the people of Christ. Because these men who are Satanists present the teachings of Christ to them and they're very intelligent. They're very cunning. They're very charismatic. Some of them. Many of them. Most of them. All of them. They are able to deceive the people in the assembly to believe that these are men of God. The children of God have no discernment and they don't have the ability to inspect that individual. If you don't have the ability to inspect the person teaching you, you're probably going to be deceived. Then you have pastors who should not, were not called to be pastors or teachers, and the pastors have taken over the authority in the body of Christ in this country. That authority was never given to the pastors. But the pastors in this country, that has been the norm in this country for over a year, hundred, hundred plus years. The pastor has a great authority. They do. But many of the pastors are actually operating the good ones are operating in higher administrative abilities, though they have the title pastor. And that is where the curveball has hit the American churches. If, if somebody has a title pastor, that person is reverenced. I don't use, I don't like, when I was working with other ministries, they would call me pastor, Pastor Rick. I never liked that. I just tell them, brother, just, just, just call me Rick. I didn't care for the term pastor. Because in my mind, the pastor has a very, to a, to a degree, there is the side of my thinking where a pastor is very negative. But on the other side, I see the importance of the godly men who have been called to those positions of authority as pastors. And it is an absolute great blessing necessity and the power of God on some men who have that title. But many of them that have that title, I look at them and I they call themselves pastors. I sat down with the brother just recently. I said, brother, you have of these abilities. What is your weakness? Apostle, pastor, teacher, evangelist, shepherd. Is that right? Apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor. I said, which 
of these abilities have you operated in through your lifetime? Well, he had to consider. And during the time that he had been pastor of a congregation, he would use his apostolic abilities to bring miracles into that assembly. Many of these men who call themselves pastors, they have the giftings greater than just the pastor ability. My, in a sense, weakness to some degree is my pastor, my pastoring abilities. It's strong, don't misunderstand me, but it's not my greatest gift, not my strongest gift, not my strongest ability. There are other abilities that I have that I function in because I must function in the strengths that God has given me. Not in, not in, and I can function as pastor teacher. I can function. But I gravitate. Christ taught me this lesson to gravitate and always come from the position of authority and strength. And that's what I, that's what I do. When we get back, we continue with 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, Rick Rodriguez, will be right back. Podcasts are at 1360KHNC.com, Olive Tree Ministry Program. I told you so. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. GodsPainter28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that started on $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? 
Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. That's a Christian discipline. You better, you better uh, get used to using. Inspect the people that you that are are giving you direction in Christ. To make sure that they are called by God, that they are living according to what Paul told Timothy, the conditions. For a man who is to be in, have the care of souls in their responsibility in their hands. In my early, uh, when I initially gave my life to the Lord, Christ took me to, the Lord took me to Berkeley, California. And in Berkeley, California, in an old automotive garage, we called it CJ's Garage, that's where my my church churching began and in that assembly there were four men and these four men they worked together it wasn't a pastor solo but it was four individuals you could call them associate pastors but these four men they taught me something that has that i have always lived by they would pray we would have a night we would have a gospel outreach one of the younger brothers the youngest of the four he was very good at preaching the gospel just real good he was he was he he was an evangelist the uh, leading brother uh, he was out of the Pentecostal churches out of uh, Missouri I believe it was <clears throat> And he'd come into the fellowship to where I ended up. Two of the other brothers, they had, I think, some type of background in Bible education. But the point is, these four, whenever there was a gospel outreach, a night where we're going to preach the gospel to family members or friends, they would pray. And in the time of prayer, they would get the mind of Christ. And they would know which person was to present the message in the, in, the, in, in the week to come. They didn't just always say, well, it's going to be the young brother Jim. He's just going to be the one because he's the evangelist. No. The Holy Spirit isn't like that. 
He flows as he desires. So one night it was Wiley. And Wiley gets up. And it just so happened that night. It was a group of middle-aged people. Well, middle-aged people, as gifted as Jim was, God knew who the crowd was going to be, and they were more receptive to a man who was in his mid-40s, their same age. And many people met the Lord. And the brother who was kind of the elder brother of the whole group, very seldom did he preach the gospel. But on occasion, as they would pray through the week, and through the weeks, they would find the mind of Christ and whoever had the Spirit upon them, the others would know and the others would just willingly back away because they themselves knew the anointing. This is one thing I learned when I gave myself to the Lord with this assembly in Berkeley. Of all places, of all places, Berkeley, California, but that's where Christ in His wisdom took me. And the people there, because of downtown Tel Aviv Avenue and the campus was just in the hippie movement in the hippie days in the mid-70s. Drugs and sex and Satanists and it just everything. We'd go down to the malls and there were the devil worshippers down there trying to catch the flies in the trap. But we learned how to follow the Holy Spirit. And this is a discipline adding to another discipline. A discipline for a Christian that's going to be an overcomer. The great discipline is to have the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the sensitivity to the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, you're going to be other spirits are going to take you different directions. Spirits are all around us. You can't see them. They're they're around you every day. They're trying to direct you in an incorrect direction every day, while the Holy Spirit is trying to lead you and keep you on a path that is straight and a gate that is very narrow. It's just the gate that you're going to go through is just the width of your shoulders. That's how narrow that is. Just the gate is just wide enough to let you get in, get through. And the path is so narrow, it's probably two foot wide. And stepping to the left or to the right, you don't know what disaster is to your surround you. Disciplines, Christian disciplines, disciplines in prayer, disciplines in Bible study. And I, I'm guilty. I, a lot of the disciplines that I had, I have kind of gotten a little bit too lax. I try not to be, but the Lord is always faithful to remind me about things. One thing, His Word. The Word of God combined with the Holy Spirit it is a, the more powerful than a, any type of nuclear weapon. Nothing is more powerful than a person who is in spirit studying this God, the Word of God 
and applying the Spirit to God's Word. God speaks to you. God changes you. Now, I'm going to come right back to verse 6 of 2 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, chapter 2, verse 6. When we were among the full-grown, spiritually mature Christians who are ripe in understanding, there are these men and, and sisters that are ripe in understanding. We do impart a higher wisdom, the knowledge of the divine plan which was previously hidden, but is indeed not a wisdom of this present age or of this world, nor of the leaders and rulers of this age. The rulers and leaders of this age do not have the wisdom that you need. They are taking the world a direction that is opposite the direction that God wants His children to go. They do not have the wisdom that the church of God needs. These people are going to be brought to zero, to nothing. They're doomed to no longer exist. Their existence is brief, is about to end. Verse 7, But rather, what we are setting forth is a wisdom of God once hidden from the human understanding and now revealed to us by God. <clears throat> this wisdom of God is being revealed to his, his overcomers. I'm gonna, you're going to see in the future, I'm speaking to people who want to overcome. Christians, if you don't want to overcome in this audience, if you are just going to get by, and you really don't want to mature and grow in Christ, and you want to be apostate, and you want to be shallow, in your Christian life. I don't know what to tell you. Because if you. Listen to what I have to tell you. You're not going to sleep at night. But I'll tell you the truth. You don't have much longer on this, on this earth. On this earth. This, this, this oyster. This, this gem. That God set in space. The children of God. In born again children of God. We have a shelf life. And that shelf life is about to expire. If what I am presenting to you today and have presented in the past. If what I have spoken is accurate. Antichrist is up the road just a little ways. And the great, great persecution that's going to begin. Initially, we're near that time. And the family of God that are born again, there was a beginning 2,000 years ago. There will be an end. It will be a resurrection. It's not going to be a rapture. It's going to be a resurrection. After Antichrist has had his three and a half years to destroy the world, 
after that time is over, then in between, it's sandwiched between the end of the tribulation and the coming judgments, right after Antichrist, the, the seventh, the, the great tribulation is over. There's a short period of time, and in that short period of time before the wrath of God is poured out on the world, in that little brief two, three-week period of time, that's when the resurrection is going to occur. Just after the resurrection, Babylon the Great of the end of the world, the end of the world, Babylon the Great, that sits between two oceans, the Pacific on the west, the Atlantic on the east, is going to be destroyed. But before that destruction of the great Babylon of the end of the world, there will be the first resurrection. All of God's family will be raised to the clouds for the judgment seat of Christ, which no one ever talks about. Every one of us will be there corporately at the judgment seat of Christ. I believe that judgment seat in man's time is going to take 30 minutes. In God's time, it could be a month or two months. But every Christian is going to come before Christ. And all your works are going to be, the books are going to be open and your works are going to be tested. If your works were in the flesh, wood, hay, and stubble, they're going to burn. But you are going to be with God forever. But your works are going to burn to see what kind of works you did in your lifetime that were acceptable to Christ. So you're going to have a reward. I say, this is the generation that's going to close out this age. We're going to close out the church age and within a decade. There are prophecies in the Bible. The prophecies are accurate. They can't be changed. They're accurate forecasting. Whatever they have stated is going to happen cannot be changed. They will occur. The problem has always been inaccurate interpretation. I'm on the lake, in the middle of the lake, on thin ice, but I say, no, I'm not on thin ice. I'm in the middle of the lake, and the ice beneath me is frozen solid to three foot down. My interpretations are being tested. I say we're just 10 years, close to 10 years out in that vicinity. All things are going to be done. Everything is going to be finished. The prophecies are going to be over. Christ is going to have his children in his eternity. <clears throat> and I use the scripture to show us where we are in time. And I'm going to get to this in the next hour. 
I'm going to show you where we are in time. And I'm going to give you the prophecy. A great major prophecy. For the body of believers. In the United States. By God. Given to the world. But to the American churches. And I'm going to present it to you. You are the ones who must have the disciplines and the way in which you are going to examine what I'm going to tell you. That's your responsibility. You examine. I'll present it, but you must examine. Okay, I'm going to go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. No, I'm going to go verse 8, I'm sorry. None of the rulers of this age or world perceived. They didn't recognize, they didn't understand this wisdom. If they had, if they would have understood the wisdom of God, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. This is how the foolishness, the blindness of the leaders of the world is. They didn't see God's plan, but they thought they did. They thought, we'll just, we'll just have this man murdered and we'll be done with it. Well, if they'd have known that out of that torture and that sacrifice that they thought they performed, Christ said, I lay down my life, no man takes it from me. But these people were rejoicing that they got rid of this pest. This pest. That's, that's what he was to them, is just a pest, some, a nuisance. But if they had known that he was going to raise on the third day, they wouldn't have crucified him. If they would have been able to see that, they would have left him alone. Verse 9, But on the contrary, as the Scripture says, What eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and has not entered into the heart of man. God has prepared. He is made and He keeps ready for those who love Him, who hold Him in affectionate reverence, who promptly obeying Him and gratefully recognizing the benefits that He has bestowed. Eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard. There are always, every day, there are things that we haven't seen, things we haven't heard, but there will be revelation for each day. Today, this is a day of revelation for you, and tomorrow there will be more revelation. God is always dispensing revelation to His children so they mature, so they grow, so they have knowledge of His great, great, marvelous, wonderful plan for their life. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. 
How would you like some free advertising? Free, 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 free. Call 970-587-5003. We will put your small business or local company on the half-empty cup of joe for the small business section of the show. Call 970-587-5003, and we'll get your business some free advertising today. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, heroes, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Sunday from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. The podcast for podcasts, 1360khnc.com. KHNC, 1360, I'm sorry, 1360khnc.com.
And then during the week, Monday through Thursday, I host the Present Truth program from 2 to 3. That program, along with other programs for the station, are on podcast. Now, the wisdom of God. I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard. But verse 10, Yet to us God has unveiled and revealed these hidden things. He has revealed these things to us. Christians never get beyond verse 9. They don't get to verse 10. But God has shown and revealed to us these things through and by His Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches out, examines, it scrutinizes all things, even the deep secrets, the deep things, the depths of God. Deep calleth unto deep. Verse 11. Who knows the thoughts that another person has? Only a person's spirit that lives within him knows his thoughts. It is the same with God. No one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we did not receive the Spirit of the world, but we received the Spirit that is from God, so that we can know all that God has freely given us. One thing God has freely given us is revelation for the time that we're in, so that we do not perish. Verse 13. And we speak about these things not with the words taught by us by human wisdom, but with words taught by us through the Spirit. And so we explain spiritual truths to spiritual people, to those who have the Spirit or the Spirit's words. Sometimes presenting deep spiritual things to people, they don't understand it, they don't get it, they can't perceive it, they can't understand it. Because you have to have the Holy Spirit to understand deep spiritual things. We're going to continue with deep spiritual things. Monday, I'm sorry, 9 to noon on Sundays. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. Elementary Ministry. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards. Because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Chafee County murder suspect Barry Morphew's lawyer, Iris Etan, says she plans to file a complaint claiming prosecutors held back evidence after Morphew was accused of killing his wife. Suzanne Morphew hasn't been seen since Mother's Day of 2020. A judge dropped charges against her husband at the prosecution's request last month. In that court filing, D.A. Lindsay Stanley said she believed her investigators were close to finding Suzanne's remains, but just waiting for feet of snow to melt. Barry Morphew and the couple's adult daughters appeared in a recorded Good Morning America interview on Friday, two weeks after the charges were dropped. Here's Macy Morphew. I just hope that Linda will step up to the plate and do everything she can to find our mom. 
because what they've done is not fair, and we're never going to stop looking for our mom. Etang claims the prosecution held back evidence that would have been favorable to the defense. She wants Stanley and other prosecutors on the case disbarred. The highly concentrated synthetic opioid fentanyl is driving Colorado's drug overdose deaths this year. Executive Director Tanya Wheeler of Advocates for Recovery Colorado says later this month she herself will have been in recovery 32 years. And with that background, she adds this week's amendments to Colorado's crackdown on fentanyl bill are backward steps. Arresting people does not reduce the instances of active addiction. The version of the bill that's passed the Senate now goes back to the House, says anyone possessing one gram of any drug will face a felony charge if that drug's mixed with fentanyl. But five people died in Commerce City back in February taking cocaine that had been laced with fentanyl. Adams County DA Brian Mason says he despairs all the deaths but thinks the amended measure would give him the tools to more easily charge dealers. This bill is a light of hope for us to actually make progress in addressing this crisis. Whatever they do, lawmakers need to act fast because the legislative session ends Wednesday. I'm Jim Williams. I'm Ted Werbin. Have you discovered life in the passenger seat with modern amenities, big discounts for seniors, and door-to-door service options? Oh, public transit is not what it used to be. Comfortably travel across the state or just across town while enjoying Wi-Fi, the view, and the stress-free experience. Caretakers can ride at no additional cost. Learn how easy it is to give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> If you want to pay off debt faster, look no further than American Financing. Because at American Financing, their salary-based mortgage consultants are in it for you, creating a custom loan that achieves your goals. You could end up saving hundreds a month, plus tens of thousands long-term. No pressure and no upfront or hidden fees. Call 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate. 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693. Or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the MyKind CBD. 
Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican. There's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com. Click the shop. Welcome back to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. First hour, talking about uh, the wisdom of God. Happy Mother's Day to uh, mamas out there, to all the uh, wonderful women, and may God bless you today and your, your families. May you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And, uh, again, Happy Mother's Day. I was reading at the end of the hour, reading out of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I just finished with verse 12. I'm going to begin at 12 and keep going. We need revelation for our time. We need wisdom for our time. The wisdom of the leaders of the world is evident, their wisdom is destructive, their wisdom is not the wisdom from above, their wisdom is truly of the earth, and their wisdom is going to end. This type of wisdom is not going to exist in the in the future. Christ is going to return, and the wisdom of God will be international at His return. We're going to talk also. I'm going to remind one one thing. The Holy Spirit here a year ago, I don't remember when, gave me the way to present something concerning prophecy. Weathermen, they predict the weather. They have forecasts. And I remember when we were young, there was here in this area in Colorado, there were like four or five stations, and everybody would watch the weather. After the main news of the evening, they'd want to see the weather because they wanted to know what was the weather going to be like the next day. Forecasting, the weather forecasters. Well, in the Bible, there is forecasting prophetically in the word of God. These forecasts concerning what will happen during a 6,000 year period of time, especially in the time in which we live, has been forecast by God's prophets, by Christ himself, by the apostles. This is accurate forecasting. The problem is not with the forecasting and the prophecies of the Bible. The problem has always been inaccurate interpretation. And I'm going to go on in this hour 
for our time, for the body of Christ, for the overcomers in the bodies of the body of Christ in America and internationally, prophecies that pertain to us are vital because it gives us a clear understanding of God's time, the timeline, and where we are in that timeline. And men who don't have the Spirit of God do not understand the prophecies in the Bible. And if they do, they fight them. They want to change God's prophecies. And in Second Corinthians, First Corinthians, chapter two, Paul is talking about wisdom, and then he goes from wisdom to the Spirit. I'll start with verse 12. We have not received the Spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit. That's what we have received. And we speak about the things, these things, not with the words taught us by human wisdom, but with words, <clears throat> words taught us by the Spirit. And so we explain spiritual truths to spiritual people or to those who have the Spirit. A person who does not have the Spirit or natural person does not accept the truths and things that come from the Spirit of God. That person thinks they are foolish and cannot be understood. And they, are, they think these things are foolish and cannot understand them because they can only be judged to be true, discerned, or assessed by the Spirit. The spiritual person or person with the Spirit is able to judge and discern and assess all things, but no one can discern Him. The Scripture says, Who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has been able to teach, advise Him, counsel Him? The last verse of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 but we have the mind of Christ. The Holy Spirit reveals God and His ways to us. And another translation, the, the um, Amplified, Who has known or understood the mind and counsels and purposes of the Lord so as to direct, guide Him, instruct Him, and give him knowledge. But we have the question mark. But we have the mind of Christ. And we do hold the thoughts. And feelings. And purposes of his heart. And this is true. Godly men. That know the scripture. That have the discipline. And have known the anointing. And how to move by the anointing. They have the mind of Christ. All Christians have the mind of Christ depending on their maturity level. We want to be, even as children, we want to be discerning. Okay. Now, two great prophecies. One in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament. 
pertaining to our time cannot be ignored, has been viewed by this society and by the nations of the world. But they may have not known. And this prophecy of an individual is about to expire. It has a shelf life. It is, it is time sensitive. And this prophecy about an individual is almost over. The individual is Donald Trump. I'm not going to talk to you about a political side of Donald Trump. I'm going to talk to you about the biblical, what the Bible has to say. For those who have a mind can understand what I'm going to say to those that have an ear to hear. This is for the overcomers. To others, it's going to be nonsense. But nevertheless, it's going to affect and has affected and will affect everybody that is alive today. God's prophecies are, are, cannot be ignored. You cannot poo-poo them. You cannot take light of them. You have to pay attention to God's prophecies because the prophecies are basically Christ himself speaking to the world. And it is his testimony, the testimony of Jesus Christ, is the spirit of prophecy. Revelation chapter 19 verse 10. Donald Trump, the prophecies concerning Donald Trump, one in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament, are presenting through this man, Jesus Christ himself, to the world. Now, the world has its view of who this man is, but there's also a view from God's word. That view for the Christians, that view is vital. That view is for us. If the world sees it, fine. If they don't see it, fine. But God's children have to see it because God is speaking clearly through the prophecies of Donald Trump where we are in time. This prophecy precedes the tribulation that is to come. And there's going to, something will occur that will end legal, legally, biblically, and legally to our Constitution, his time in office. Donald Trump is the legitimate, to this very day, president of this country. Last night, Dinesh Souza, he released their documentary, 2,000 Mules, M-U-L-E-S, like the mules that bring drugs and people from Mexico over the border. They carry cargo. Well, this documentary has proven, documented, whether people believe it or not. It's irrelevant. Christ said that everything that does done in secret is going to be exposed and brought to the light. And the corruption and what happened in the 2020 election is now evidence and proof to the world 
<clears throat> what happened. And Donald Trump, according to the Bible, is still the president of the great end-of-the-world empire called America or Babylon the Great of the end of the world. Christians don't view the two Babylons mentioned in the Bible. There is ancient Babylon the Great, ancient Babylon of the time of Nebuchadnezzar that was in Iraq. And many Christians have been looking at the rebuilding of Babylon, the, uh, Babylon, ancient Babylon, and they view ancient Babylon as the coming great ruling power of the world. That is, their eschatology and their knowledge of history is wrong. There are a, there is a second Babylon the Great mentioned in the Bible. It is the end of the world Babylon, not the ancient of Nebuchadnezzar but an end-of-the-world nation called Babylon the Great that sits between two oceans, the Pacific on the west, the Atlantic on the east. This Babylon the Great will be the great nation that eventually will be a hammer to destroy the nations of the world. Now, we'll look at the first prophecy about Donald Trump. What God says about this man, that is, from God's perspective, you can argue with the Holy Spirit. He's a biblical figure, according to the prophecies, and he's a political figure. He's both. On one hand, he is a member of the kingdom of heaven. He is a born-again believer. He is representing Christ in a civil capacity, as a civil servant. On the other hand, as a believer, he is also representing Christ as a priest and a king in the kingdom of heaven. We are all called to be priests and kings. So, as a member in the body of Christ, he is a prince. He is one of those that Christ is working on to mature, to be a king in the coming kingdom, but he's also a servant put in place sovereignly by the hand of God to be the 45th president of this country. In uh, 2016, early 2016, my wife and I in 2015 and 2016, we'd spent a lot of time in Salt Lake City. There was a talk show host. I forgot his name. I think it was sometime in early March. I had been watching the debate with Trump and Jeb Bush and Rubio, all of them, Cruz. And I was driving. I'd gone out on a prayer drive east of Salt Lake, I-80, out toward <clears throat> Tooele, and I was on the way back, and there was a, a talk show host. Uh, he was a uh, Mormon. Uh, he had a, I think, a, he sold survival things, and he was on the radio, and I liked to listen to him. And I called him, and I told him, I forgot his name. I said, Donald Trump 
just destroyed, if I remember correctly, Donald Trump on the station has just destroyed the Bush dynasty. This was like just in early February. I think late February is when they had the debate and George dropped out. George Sr. put the thumb across the throat to indicate that it was over for Trump. Masonic signal. And then Jeb, I find out the next day, had dropped out. <clears throat> and I didn't realize anything about... I really hadn't investigated dynasties that much. But the Holy Spirit just gave me that thought. So I called this man up and I said, Donald, Trump's di the, the, Donald Trump destroyed the Bush, the Bush dynasty. And I went on. Then, as time went on, uh, in June... I one day was reading out of Revelation chapter 17 about the seven, the riddle of the seven kings. And I just told the Lord, I said, Lord, I've been reading these verses since the 70s. What is this, the seven kings? What is this all about? And I just, I really wanted to know because it just mystified me. It was just before Thanksgiving, my wife and one of my children, we were having, my son was having lunch. It was on, I think it was on a, right before Thanksgiving. And we were talking, and the Lord, just in my conversation, said, The seven kings are seven presidents. He used that word. And I thought, presidents. And I began to investigate. And I thought, well, wait a minute. Of the seven kings, there's only one king that's somewhat noble. And it doesn't say he's fallen. And that seventh king was Donald Trump. And from there, the Lord took me on a real interesting trip. And I went to Trump at that time. I wasn't really a Trump fan. I wasn't really involved in the political world. I didn't really care about it in a sense. I was interested. But I went to, Trump came to Denver for a rally, and for some weird reason I went down to a uh, a there was a, uh, at the stock show down in Denver where Trump would speak later on, they had a uh, survival they were selling survival stuff on Saturday. I went down to get some survival stuff. And then I find out that Trump is going to be there that afternoon speaking, early in the evening. And I thought, well, shucks, I'm here. I might as well see if I can get in. We had to have a ticket, but I guess he really didn't need one. So I went and got in line, and sure enough. And I remember in that, I had a little tape recorder, and I was recording people and asking them their thoughts on Trump. And the Lord gave me a clear thought. And the thought was this, that America is going to have a Trump for Christmas. And I would tell these people there, I said, listen, don't you worry. America is going to have a Trump for Christmas. This is before the election. And then before the election, I was really kind of undecided and I went to bed one night, had a dream. And in the dream, I, dream, I was having a dream about Hillary Clinton. 
And while I'm thinking about her in the dream, it was like I was awake. And the Lord brought back my study of the scripture concerning Babylon the Great at the end of the world, America. And in the dream, the Lord, it, it, he kind of stopped the dream. He put it on pause. And the Lord said, Hillary Clinton will not be president. No woman will ever be president of America. And it just, in the dream, it's, I, everything just went to, came to a halt. And I began to think. I said, Lord, I forgot about that. There will never be an American, there will never be a woman president in America. Ever. And I was in my mind thinking about all the, all the verses about Babylon the Great. And I said, she can't win because she would be president. And your word says there will never be a woman who will become president of this country. And boom. I forgot about year for years I have spoken that America will never have a woman as a president. Not saying that they're not qualified. They're, they can be more than qualified. But in God's prophecies, there are reasons why God does things. There was no woman to be Pharaoh, nor was there a woman to be uh, head of Babylon the Great or Babylon of the, end, uh, the ancient ba Babylon. Nor will there be an American, a woman, ever to become president in America. Well, with that, I thought, well, I'm going to be stepping out. And from that point on, with all the friends that I've known from the past, we get together. And I told them, Trump's going to win. He's going to win. And the second time, I knew he would win again. I didn't see that they would reverse on the 2020 election. I didn't see... They would reverse it, but I do remember I wasn't caught off guard because it does say that the seventh king, he must continue for a short space. In other words, he does not get the full whatever he has voted in to be or the time that he has been voted in for, he will not get the full, I would put it this way, two terms. He'll get the one term and who knows what else. Well, the Bible says the only one that can replace the seventh king is the Antichrist. And the Antichrist is of the previous seven, can't be the seventh, he has to be the pre, one of the previous six kings or presidents. So the eighth king has not legally taken office yet. There is someone in the position that shouldn't be there. Donald Trump, even though he's not speaking from the White House, he is still legitimately the president. The view from the Bible is, is the way God sees it. I have to present it that way. I have been presenting since that election. Donald Trump is the legitimate president and with the movie with Dinesh Souza, the documentary that came out last night, they have proven, documented, Donald Trump won the election. 
<clears throat> it was proven. But prophecy must be fulfilled. He must continue a short space. Okay. <clears throat> now I'm going to take you back to 1 Kings chapter 8. This is Solomon. The temple has been built. Solomon is going to dedicate the temple. For the Jewish people and for the Christian people that are believers in Christ and Messiah. This chapter is giving a history of Israel pre-temple from the time of Abraham and before it's giving a history of the Jewish people all the way to our time. And there is in this chapter, 1 Kings chapter 8, there is no mention of Messiah. The only mention is the Shekinah glory and the God of heaven. The Messiah is not mentioned. Fulfilling the prophecy in Romans, where Paul says there would be blindness on the eyes of Israel for a period of time, and that blindness will be lifted at Messiah's second coming. We'll continue that in just a second. The Olive Tree Ministry podcast or 1360KHNC.com. We'll be right back. your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Did the fire marshal take one look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are there parts of it that just need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898. That's 568-6898. Is your fireplace not running right? Do you need maintenance or a fresh new look? I'm Keith, owner and service technician. And I'm Amy, scheduler for Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical, servicing Northern Colorado. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-in pellet stoves and fire pits. Call Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical at 970-966-0217. Again, 970-966-0217. Or visit us on the web at Abundant hyphenflame.com January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training or seller reservations, visit peshows.com. That's peshows.com for more info. The new 90,000 square foot Premier Events Expo Center, located at Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. 
For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. Reasons to Own Gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street, Pinstripe, Bandits and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hey, hey, yes, you. you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media-level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m., Right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360 KHNC.com. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. Watch my sins away. Every Sunday from 9 to noon, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree uh, site. My mailing information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872. Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And uh, join the me also during the week on the Present Truth program every day from 2 to 3, Monday through Thursday. And the podcasts also are on 1360khnc.com. For the Christian people, for you overcomer people, if you, if God will open your eyes, to see who this man is and the prophecies behind this man, you will be, you'll, you'll realize how close we are to the tribulation. Donald Trump's about, he, his prophecies are about to expire. They will expire when the eighth king, the eighth president, who's le, the legitimate president comes back into power in this government. Until then, Donald Trump is still the rightful king of this nation. The present person in the office, this is a curveball to the Christian people. It was a curveball to me for a while till I understood no, there's only eight kings. There are only seven kings in eight administrations. Seven kings in eight administrations. Not nine. Joe Biden is not recognized in the scripture. Donald Trump is legally 
still, and Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 mules, they explain how this last election, everything that occurred, everything that happened, and why and what they were able to do to keep Donald Trump from resuming his office. But the Bible said he must continue a short space. Is a short space four years out of eight where he's in actual power? A short space? Let's go back to the first prophecy in the Old Testament, the great prophecy of Donald Trump in 1 Kings chapter 8 on the day that the King Solomon dedicates the temple. King Solomon, through that dedication, gives a history, a prophetic history of the children of Israel from that day into the future, all the way to our time. And King Solomon does not ever mention Messiah. At the end of that chapter, basically, it's stating that Israel, in a sense, in verse 34, didn't exist as a nation. And 30, verse 34, 1 Kings chapter 8, 34, and Ezekiel chapter 37, they're kind of tied together. And I'll explain. In verse 34, And Solomon says to the children of Israel throughout this chapter, and if you pray to the God of heaven, it doesn't say anything about how their Messiah is going to help them. He always states, if you pray to the God of heaven and you confess your sins, God will bring you back to your land. God will forgive your sins. But he never talks about Messiah. But God will hear your prayers. Verse 34. Then hear... Well, let's go with 33. When your people Israel are struck down before the enemy, because they have sinned against you, and they turn again to you, and they confess your name, and pray, beseeching you in the temple, in this house, that was their point of reference. The temple was always the point of reference to Israel's connection to the God of heaven. It was the temple where the Shekinah glory, the glory of all that God was, he resided in that temple temporarily. And this was the point of reference to all the Jewish nation. They had a temple in the world that the God that created all things resided in, and this was the God that they were to serve and the nations were to fear. And the children of Israel were to fear this God also. Now verse 34. So when they commit these sins, then Solomon says, Then hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel and return them to the land you gave to their fathers. This, I believe, Solomon was referring to May 15, 1948. Return them to the land 
you gave to the fathers. They have been out of the land for about 2,000 years roughly. And now Solomon says, return them to the land. And in Ezekiel chapter 37, they return to the land and you have two sticks that are joined together, the house of Israel, the house of Judah, I believe it was. This was the fulfillment of the scattered tribes of Israel being represented by all the 12 tribes in one way or another in sovereign, God's sovereign hand. And these two tribes are returned to the nation of Israel. Then in verse 35, when heaven is shut up, now you're looking at the land when they return, prior to their returning. It was a desert. There was nothing there. When heaven is shut up, no rain falls because they have sinned against you. If they pray in or toward this place and confess your name and turn from their sin when you afflict them, then in verse 36, Then here in heaven, forgive the sin of your servants, your people Israel, when you teach them the good way in the way they should walk, and give rain upon your land, which you have given to your people as an inheritance. This is an indicator that that nation is going to begin to, because of the rains that are coming, they're going to be able to, to have the crops that they need to sustain themselves. Verse 7, 37. If there is famine in the land, or pestilence, blight, mildew, locust, or caterpillar, which were sins for sin, which were judgments because of sin, if their enemy besieged them in the land of their cities, whatever plagues, whatever sicknesses there are, or there is, whatever when whatever prayer or supplication is made by any of or all your people Israel, each man knowing the plagues in his own heart. We each have our plagues and we have to repent for the plagues in our hearts because it's just like it's just like a sickness. Then and spreading forth his hands toward this house, if they pray to this house, and its pledge of your presence. Verse 39. Then here in heaven, your dwelling place, forgive and act and give to every man according to his ways, whose heart you know. For you and you only know the hearts of all the children of men. So Israel is in their land and the land is now flourishing. Verse 40, with the goodness of God, then Solomon says that they may fear and revere you all the days that they live in the land which you gave to our fathers. So they're back in Israel. This is at the end of the world in the time in which we live in. It occurred in May 1948. So Solomon is giving a prophetic view of their future. Then he gives them a very interesting verse out of nowhere in verse 41. Out of nowhere. 
Solomon says, and I don't know if just instantly he had a thought, if he had rehearsed this or if it just came to him. Moreover, or, oh, uh, I should present this to you too. Moreover, uh, maybe I didn't see this, but I'm going to tell you what I see. Concerning a stranger who is not of your people. He is a Gentile, not of the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not of your people, Israel. But he comes from a far country. For the sake of your name, Christ or, or, or God, he is coming for the sake of the, God, the name of the God of heaven. And your active presence. A stranger. Verse 42. For they will hear of your great name. Your revelation of yourself. Your strong hand and outstretched arm. When he shall pray in or toward this house. Donald Trump fulfilled this prophecy. When he went to the temple or to the wailing wall, and prayed to the temple. If you can see it, if you can see this, if God will open your eyes to see it, all the presidents prior to Trump had gone to Israel, but they never went to the temple to pray. Donald Trump is the only president to ever go to the temple and pray while he was president. Then Solomon says, and he's speaking to the Jewish people. Now, an outsider, the Jewish people were not really sure that outsiders could pray and God would hear their prayers. So this was kind of a curveball to them. Verse 43, Solomon says, Here in heaven, your dwelling place, here in heaven, and do according to all that the stranger asks of you. Solomon is praying for the stranger and he's asking the God of heaven whatever he asks, whatever the stranger asks, do all of it so that your, all the peoples of the earth may know your name and your revelation of your presence. And fear and revere you, as do your people Israel, and may know and comprehend that this house which I have built is called by your name, and contains the token of your presence. Okay. A stranger comes out of nowhere in this scene at the end of the world. And this stranger is going to make the God that the Jewish people pray to, he's going to make these people, he's going to represent and make this God known and the power of this God. Donald Trump, you don't have to believe me. This man had a conversion. He's a born-again believer. He may not be what you want him to be. He may His policies may not be what you wanted them to be. Uh, he's done things that maybe you're offended with. 
upset with? Well, that's in God's hands. The fact that he's the stranger and that he's in prophecy and that God used him for God's purposes, that's that cannot be not be denied. He is Nebuchadnezzar was one of the most brutal kings of Babylon, but he did have a revelation of the God of heaven, Daniel's God, and made a command a, a, a decree that everyone should worship that God of heaven. Donald Trump has blessed this blessed this country and everywhere he has gone he blessed them in the name of the God of heaven exactly what Solomon stated he was going to do to the whole earth and this stranger has done it let's look at the stranger this is what was been hidden going back to history the stranger is coming from a far land. What is the land he's coming from? America. And how is a stranger traveling? On Air Force One. And the stranger is going to come to pray at the temple, toward the temple, from a distance. He can't pray in the temple. Solomon was prophesying that stranger has to pray toward the temple. Why? Because the Temple Mount is going to be property of some other people. And Solomon was saying in this prophecy, for whatever reason, he cannot come. I am, I Solomon am presenting to you, I am dedicating the temple to you, standing in the temple vicinity. But the stranger is not going to be allowed to stand in the temple vicinity. He has to pray from a distance. And even the Jewish rabbis to this very day have to pray from a distance because they can't go on the temple mount. This fulfilled prophecy. Solomon is saying, it's odd that he got to pray toward the temple. Why can't he be at the temple? He prays from a distance toward the temple. This is exactly what Donald Trump did. When he flew into Tel Aviv, one of the first things he did is he went to the temple mount, or he went to the temple area, he went to the Wailing Wall, and he prayed. Fulfilling Solomon's vision. Word. Now, let's back up now. He flies into Tel Aviv on Air Force One with his wife. And he goes to the temple fulfilling the prophecy. So he, this stranger, this representative of the kingdom of heaven, of the born-again peoples, has gone into Jerusalem as a Christian to pray toward the temple. We'll finish in just a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez.
As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the station at 970-587-5003. Again, 970-587-5003 and ask for the Rev. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? Well, I had on clean underwear. Clean underwear. Yeah, my mama. Well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in Northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. The one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit WarriorsRevolution.com. That's WarriorsRevolution.com. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. programs are archived on 1360khnc.com for the podcasts. And my uh, contact information one more time before I finish out this hour is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Uh, Thank everybody 
for your prayers. I really do thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your financial help. Thank you very much. And God bless all of you. Again, Mother's Day today. uh, God's blessing, great blessings on the sisters and the women who have children. May you just be blessed. Blessed greatly with all of the greatest of God's love to you and your families. With Donald Trump, the tribulation is coming. Donald Trump's time-sensitive prophecy is about to end. He's still the president. Again, Dinesh D'Souza, 2,000 mules, like the people that bring the drugs across the border with people and drugs and you name it, the mules. 2,000 mules proves Donald Trump's won the election, which we knew he would win. But prophecy has to be fulfilled. He must continue a short space. King Solomon has talked about this stranger, called him a stranger. And before the stranger comes to... So here the stranger has landed in Tel Aviv. He's gone to Israel This stranger who has Christ in him, representing Christ as a civil servant, has landed in Israel. The Jewish people to the house of Israel who will never meet Jesus Christ and be born again, but Christ will come and reveal himself to them when he comes at the end of Armageddon at that time. But they do not know, they do not recognize their Messiah. But the Messiah has sent a believer who is a member of the body, the kingdom of heaven, of the body of Christ, has sent this man as a representative from Christ's kingdom to the nation of Israel. And he spends the next day there, the second day, goes to the... uh, Holocaust Memorial, and he speaks to all of the children of Israel, all 12 tribes, 13 tribes actually, were represented when Donald Trump spoke to the leaders of Israel. We'll be back in just a few minutes as a Christian, but a civil servant of God of heaven. We'll be right back. Third hour coming up. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Warmer temperatures, more red flag fire warnings in store for most of the state. Good moisture that came to parts of Colorado over the past week is a thing of the past now. And ahead of a Pacific storm that's on the way later in the week, southwest winds are expected to increase over this weekend. 
Humidity dropping, that's trouble for the southwest corner of the state in places like Montrose, Durango, and Pagosa Springs, plus about the eastern two-thirds of the state, including the entire Front Range and all the northeast and southeastern plains. Authorities would love it if you could avoid fire, sparks of any kind, even parking a car with a hot engine over dry grass can spark a wildfire. Chafee County murder suspect Barry Morphew's lawyer, Iris Etan, says she plans to file a complaint claiming prosecutors held back evidence after Morphew was accused of killing his wife. Suzanne Morphew hasn't been seen since Mother's Day 2020. A judge dropped charges against her husband at the prosecution's request last month. In that court filing, D.A. Linda Stanley said she believed her investigators were close to finding Suzanne's remains, but just waiting for snow to melt. Barry Morphew and the couple's adult daughters appeared in a recorded Good Morning America interview Friday, two weeks after the charges were dropped. Here's Macy Morphew. I just hope that Linda will step up to the plate and do everything she can to find our mom, because what they've done is not fair. And we're never going to stop looking for our mom. Attorney Etan claims the prosecution held back evidence that would have been favorable to the defense. She wants Stanley and other prosecutors on the case disbarred. The dismissal without prejudice allows Barry Morphew to be charged with murder again. I'm Jim Williams. COVID-19 cases on the rise again in Colorado, similar to the way things went a year ago. State public health experts say they're not too worried this time. Those who test wastewater in some communities say they're seeing more of the virus in places like Littleton and Inglewood since the first of this month. But this year, far more Coloradans are protected against COVID. I'm Ted Werbin. Summer is around the corner. Take time to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in the mineral hot springs. Visit one of their many museums. Take a scenic hike, horseback ride, or bike ride. Enjoy an array of lounging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com. Get your West on. Have you discovered life in the passenger seat with modern amenities, big discounts for seniors, and door-to-door service options? Oh, public transit is not what it used to be. Comfortably travel across the state or just across town while enjoying Wi-Fi, the view, and the stress-free experience. Caretakers can ride at no additional cost. Learn how easy it is to give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970 587 
5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360khnc.com. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Here we are at the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, talking about the prophecies in the Bible, Donald Trump in prophecy, two prophecies, one in the Old Testament, the stranger, Solomon's stranger in 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 41 and 43, the stranger, and in the book of Revelation chapter 17, Verse 10, the riddle of seven kings, eight administrations, but seven kings for eight administrations, and Donald Trump being the seventh king. We're going to talk a little bit about that as I go on, but I'm going to continue with Solomon's stranger. The world, the Christian world didn't understand what happened when Donald Trump, as a Christian, a born-again believer, representing God as a civil servant, as a king of a great nation, but a believer. You can refute that if you want, but I tell you, he was born again, he is a believer, and he begins the trip after his presidency in May of 2017. The stranger leaves the United States of America on a Friday and he lands in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia on Saturday morning, our time. Who does he go to visit before anybody? He goes to visit the Arab world. In the Arab world, he's going to visit the sons of Ishmael and the sons of Esau and the Arab peoples. He lands in Saudi Arabia. King Solomon has invited him and he lands a red carpet is right out to the airplane and he gets off Air Force One and as royalty he is brought into, ushered into uh, the, I don't know if it was the airport I don't know what it was but as a king 
in royalty. These people treat him like royalty. They treat him as a king. They honor him as the king should be honored. Where in the Western world, he's treated like uh, in a very negative way and with hatred. But it's okay. God has a way to mock the wicked. And so he is treated like royalty. Uh, and then the next day he speaks in this marvelous, marvelous, I don't know what you want to call it, convention center palace. Again, he is speaking to 50 of the top, or I think it was 50 of the top leaders of the Arab world. Now, from a biblical point of view, I'll present it to you this way. In that meeting the next day, the sons of Ishmael were being represented. The sons of Esau were being represented. We don't see it in terms like maybe what I'm presenting to you. I see it biblically from this perspective. Christ himself has Donald Trump as a representative of the kingdom of heaven as a president. Christ has just gone to meet with the people, the sons of Ishmael and Esau. He is going to meet with them. And God has sent an ambassador from his kingdom because Christ's intention is to meet all of the people of the world. He is interested in the salvation of all of the people. Now Esau, I'm sorry, Ish Ishmael. When Ishmael, there was a prophecy about Ishmael. God said that Ishmael would have 12 sons and they would be princes and they would be powerful. This came to pass here in the last hundred years. After Lawrence of Arabia went into the Middle East, he began to set the uh, future for the Arab nations. They would become great because of oil. This was a fulfillment of prophecy. And Donald Trump told the people gathered that the great enemy of the Arab world, the kings, the countries, the people, and the children of the Arab world, was extreme radical Islam. And he said, if you fund it, it's going to destroy you. And Trump was successful in getting the Arab nations to stop funding the terrorist groups, the extreme radical groups in Islam. So Christ had sent Donald Trump to that land because Christ is going to meet all peoples. Then, the next day on Monday, on the 23rd, Donald Trump, actually it was on the 22nd, I think it was, he goes and he lands in Israel. Christ is now visiting the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. All of the Jewish leaders in Israel were there when Donald Trump gave a speech to them. All of the 12 tribes of Israel were represented. If Israel had not become a nation in 1937, that prophecy of the two houses coming together, 
the two sticks, would never have been fulfilled. The Jewish people, according to the scripture, all 12 tribes are being represented by the children of those 12 tribes in Israel presently. Some people say that there is no way that uh, there is any way where the tribes are so scattered they could never be identified. False. God says in the book of Revelation chapter 7 that there are going to be one tribe from each of the 12 tribes of Israel that will go into the millennial kingdom. Levi, Judah, all of them. God's word will stand. Man's wisdom will fail. Man's understanding is destined for doom. God's word is clear. There will be 12 tribes in Israel that have to be protected at the time of Antichrist. Because these 12 tribes will go into the millennial kingdom as tribes and inherit the land that was ordained for them to have at the time of Moses. Actually, even before that, what was given to Abraham. So, and then later the land divided up through Moses. So now, Christ has wanted to, Christ used Donald Trump to meet the Arab world. He's used Christ to, Donald Trump to meet the Jewish world. And he blesses, he blesses the, the, the representatives of the Arab nations. He blesses them. God bless them. And he blesses the Jewish people. They don't believe in the same God that Donald Trump believes in. Then Donald Trump, he goes to the Vatican. This was his, like Paul had a missionary, he had his, his journeys. This was what God had given Donald Trump to do. Then he goes to the Vatican. The Catholic people throughout the world, they don't really pay much attention to the president of this country. They're not interested. They're interested in spiritual things, religious things. But when Donald Trump went to the Vatican, all the Catholic peoples internationally, in all the continents, paid attention to that visit. And here, Donald Trump goes to visit with a person in power in the Catholic Church that many Christians, many Catholics, I should say, do not believe is the legitimate Pope. Strange as it may seem, there are millions of Catholics internationally that believe that the papal seat or the Vatican seat is empty. And Trump goes to visit a pope that not every not that is not recognized by every Catholic as pope. But he goes there. Why? Because Christ must even go to the religious world, the big brother of all of Christianity, the Catholic Church. It's not the oldest brother. It's just the biggest brother. And he goes, and there he meets with the Pope. The Pope was not too excited. He was really not excited about the whole affair. But God took this born-again believer right to that 
position of power, great position of power, the Vatican, because Christ, again, is going to reach through the gospel, the whole world, and he will have his representatives, whether we view it the way I see it or not, God has his representatives that will go to peoples and to nations and to religions. Trump's not done yet. Then he goes to the meet here at the, uh, goes to Europe. Goes, is it, while he's in Europe, he has to go and meet with the these men. He, he also, while he's in Jerusalem, <clears throat> before he leaves to go to the Vatican, he meets with the Palestinian president. Christ is trying to redeem as many people even Palestinian people trying to redeem them back to himself. The Arab world, the sons of Ishmael, the sons of Esau, the Palestinians, this is what Christ does. His mercy is stretched out to all people. Then he goes to the Vatican. Then after that, he goes to uh, the NATO summit. What's the spiritual significance of the NATO summit. These are the rulers that have ruled the nations in that area. It is America's war machine. NATO is the war machine for the United States of America overseas in that area. And Trump goes there. And he's trying to tell these NATO nations as a representative of God, of Christ, he even goes to these people to an EU summit and meets with uh, Emmanuel Macron. This is how thorough God is. Then after that, he goes to the G7. These groups, militarily, NATO, G7 is the economic financial powers of the West. He is, God has put him through his position as president into these meetings with these people, Christ, he, Christ will even go into satanic covens uh, to try to reach people. How would he do that? Well, I'm afraid that a lot of people that become sacrifices may be believers, and if it means that they have to testify by being uh, in, in a situation where they're going to be murdered, well... Christ has his, he, he, the Lord Jesus, he is thorough. So now he's meeting with the powers of the, of Europe. Remember, many of these people that are the presidents and prime ministers of these European nations, they are long time family members of occult groups that have been in power for hundreds and hundreds of years, a half, a half a century, Christ must present himself to these families that are void of any thought of God and Christ. Anything having to do with religion is just ritual for show. But Christ sent Trump into that group to give them an opportunity. And he meets with Macron uh, Emmanuel Macron, God with us, Macron. Are some of these men 
going to become believers? Our hope is yes. Our hope is that Macron would become a believer. Boris Johnson, I don't know. These men like this, I don't know. But Christ, the gospel must be preached to all men, to all creatures, in all settings, whether it be NATO, whether it be G7, it doesn't matter. Christ is going to be re represented in the, the, in the kingdoms of the world. He will be represented. Then in July, President Trump does something neat again. He eventually goes to Warsaw. Warsaw, this isn't just an area of Christians, of, of Catholics. Now he's gone into an area where you have Orthodox, Orthodox believers. Again, Christ represents himself any way he wants to represent himself. So Donald Trump is really, as he's going, he's not only representing the United States of America, but I see him representing the God of heaven. And what's he doing in all of these meetings? He is trying to make America great, but at the same time, he's trying to bring peace, which during his administration he did. Later on, he would go on to a summit, the G20 summit. Again, he has to meet with these people. Then he goes to Japan. He meets with uh, Akihito to the Asian, Asian countries. Eventually, he even meets with Xi Jinping. Christ is going to represent himself to all peoples. Within China, there are those people that are going to come to Christ. In Japan, in India, in all of Asia, in Central Asia, in Western Asia, in European countries, in South America. So here you have the stranger on his tour. Prophecy has been fulfilled. If you can see it, if Christ will open your eyes, you will see that this man is in the Bible. He accomplished what Christ wanted him to accomplish, whether we feel he accomplished what he should have accomplished or not. To me, in the prophetic world, with God's prophets, God's prophets know one thing. God is sovereign. Prophets of God cannot be political. They cannot choose sides. They cannot take positions except on the position of what the scripture says and what the prophecies say. That's got to be their position. God is sovereign. Number one, there is one God and that one God is sovereign and no matter what happens, no matter what the outcome, in any scenario, God is sovereign. The prophets of God, they are able to continue to move forward because they realize nothing is accidental, nothing is by chance. Donald Trump, he wants to push for the inoculations, the vaccinations. I'm going to tell you something. The Bible says this was going to happen. The Bible said there were going to be plagues, diseases in the world brought on by mankind. And Trump making decisions to further that, to take the world in that direction. God is sovereign. 
for the prophets out there that know and understand the conditions that the prophets must abide by. Israel will exist. Israel has access, has a land, land that has been given to Israel. That cannot be, uh, we stand on that. God gave land, that land to Israel. That is, God, that is Israel's land according to the hand of God. That's something we do not uh, deviate on. God, there is one God. He is one. Period. One God. He is sovereign. There is nothing we can do. Everything must be viewed from the position of God being sovereign. Maybe we don't like Donald Trump politically. Maybe we don't agree with his personality. This man's personality, without that type of personality, Donald Trump would not have been able to accomplish what he accomplished. We see things as people being arrogant and proud and whatever. We view things naturally. God's children have to stop looking at things in a, from a natural perspective. Like personality, uh, charismatic, non-charismatic. No. God's people have to look at things from a different perspective. No person at the time of the debates, there was no person other than Donald Trump that could have debated Hillary Clinton. Period. Call him arrogant, call him proud, call him narcissistic, you call him whatever you want. But Hillary is just as proud, as just as narcissistic, just as arrogant. Don't look at it from your natural perspective. Jeb Bush would never have been able in a debate to defeat Hillary Clinton. Marco Rubio, uh, anybody on that stage, no one had the personality that was needed to, with each debate, make things clear to the people internationally watching the debates. God has given you your personality and He has made you what you are because God is sovereign. There was not going to be a woman in the White House. Any other person that would have debated Hillary would have been taken to the cleaners. Why? If you can see it from my perspective, the spirits behind her the powers of darkness behind this person are too powerful. This person is very powerful in the Illuminati occult world. Donald Trump, without the prayers of people and the Holy Spirit, would not have been able to debate her. But he needed to have the ability to stay on point and not to get rattled. Before Donald Trump made the decision to run for election, he met with pastors, and he told the pastors, I am considering, I don't know what to do. Pray for me. He went, the humility to go to, and they were black pastors, to go to pastors 
and say, I am considering running. I need prayer. Would you pray for me? I want God to show me what to do. He was successful because of the prayers of the children of God in this country during his term. The Satanists were also praying that he be destroyed. Don't think they're not powerful too. They are. God is sovereign. Anybody that has prophetic abilities, things may not go the way you want. You let God be sovereign. You let God do what He does. Maybe you don't understand it. But as you pray, God will give you insight. Donald Trump, it says he would continue a short space. Did God use Donald Trump to bring in evil into the world? Well, I would say yes. But you look at the kings of Israel. Did the kings of Israel, were they also used by God to bring and allowed by God to bring evil into the world? Go back and study the kings of Israel. Look at Ahab. But nevertheless, he was a king. God is sovereign. I'm not standing up for Donald Trump. I am not promoting Donald Trump. The prophecies have to be fulfilled. But I understand the prophecies. I agree with God's prophecies. I agree with what God says. If Donald Trump, if he is about to, his shelf life and his time-sensitive time and his power in this country is about to end, I say amen. God says it. I say amen with God's will. We'll be back to finish out the last half hour of the program, 1360KHNC.com for podcasts. The prophets listen to what God says to say, has to say. Learn how public bail bonds policy affects crime and get all of your bail bonds questions answered by tuning in or calling in to Bail Talk Sundays from 1 to 3 right here on the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC. Hey listeners, this is Anita, your Medicare specialist. Annual enrollment has come to an end for this year, but don't fret. You still have an opportunity starting January 1st through March 31st to make a change in your plan. Call me for details at 970-515-6882. Also, if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and you're concerned about your co-pays, I have some affordable solutions for you. Call me, 970-515-6882 to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation appointment. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, and unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. 
At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event that you do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. One more segment, 30 minutes long, and uh, then the program will be done for today. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful afternoon with your families. The prophets of God, they don't get involved in legal matters of the world for the most part. They have to, in a sense, be neutral. I'll think of an example in just a second. I want to say this before I forget. That podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree program. During the week, Monday through Thursday, I host the Present Truth 2 to 3 every afternoon. And uh, podcasts also, 1360khnc.com. We, as the, the prophets, I, I have to say that in that sense, I study the prophets and I do work prophetically. I do say, see things from a spiritual perspective. No man taught me about Donald Trump being the 7th King in Revelation chapter 17. I'm going to read that to you now. And I will go out of the King James Version. And we'll, this is chapter 17, verse 10. It may be disturbing. You may not like it. But to the overcomers, to he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. I'm presenting this to you. You don't have to believe it. You are to examine what I present to you to see if it be true. That's your responsibility. 
I'm the one walking out off the, away from the shore, out onto the ice. If this affects my credibility, this affects my interpretation, ability to interpretation, the ability for me to know uh, God's will for the children of God at this time in the world. I say that we're, we're uh, 10 more years, this is going to be over. 10 more years. In the next 10 years, the things that will happen. One of the things that will happen is Donald Trump will legally, lawfully be removed from office, not by an election, but by an eighth king is who is going to come back and return to the position of power in the presidency of this country. When that person returns, Donald Trump's administration has ended. There are, in Revelation chapter 17, verse 9, this calls for a mind, wisdom, this calls for a mind that is packed with wisdom, with intellect, and a certain type of thinking, which we, where we judge the thoughts we judge the feelings and the purposes. The seven heads are seven hills upon which the woman sits. Verse 10. There are seven kings, five of whom have fallen. One is still reigning. The other, the seventh, is not yet come. But when he does come, he must stay in office for a brief time. The Verse 11. And the beast that once was, but now is no more, he himself is an eighth ruler, a king, but he is of the seven and belongs to them. He goes to perdition. So he belongs to the seven. Seven administrations. Each king has an administration. The first administration began with Jimmy Carter. That was the first king. The second king was Ronald Reagan. He's the second king. The third king was George Bush Sr. The fourth king was Bill Jefferson Clinton. The fifth king was, boy, I've got to get my kings in order here, was, uh, fifth king was George Bush Jr. The sixth king was Barack Hussein Obama. The seventh king is Donald John Trump. So you have seven kings. But there has to be a final administration. One more administration. And in that eighth administration, the eighth person to lead up that, to lead, to head up that administration has to be from the previous seven kings or presidents. Well, we know Ronald Reagan is dead. J. 
George Bush Sr. is no longer with us. And Jimmy Carter is way too old. George Bush Jr., the when Donald Trump beat Jeb Bush in the primaries, not only did Bush, not only did Donald Trump beat Bush, but he ended the Bush dynasty. Donald Trump ended the dynasty of the Clintons and of the Bushes. So George Bush Jr. will not be part of that coming position. That leaves two people, Donald Trump, and that leaves Barack Obama. Now we know Donald Trump being the seven, he's going to, he only remains a short place. So it cannot be Donald Trump. There is only one candidate to take that eighth administration. This is why it says here in verse 9, 17, Revelation 17, verse 9. You have to have a mind to be able to consider a mind that is packed with wisdom and in intellect. You have to use your abilities mentally. Something for a particular mode of thinking. This curveball that's going to be presented to you in the following verse, you have to have a way to grasp it, to catch it. You have to think about it. You have to consider it. You have to judge it. Then he says at the end of verse 9, seven heads, seven presidents are seven hills upon whom a woman sits. The woman is the nation of Babylon who, whose, whose great power is not just because of the power in the Oval Office, but with the multinational corporations. The woman is the power of the corporations. And these corporations, they sit. This woman is sitting on the presidents, on their positions. I'm going to have to move away from that to continue. The riddle, seven kings, five fallen, one is still alive, exists, is still reigning. He's still reigning. Donald Trump is still reigning. The seventh has not yet appeared, and he did appear, and one is still reigning, meaning Obama is still reigning, even though he has maybe left office, the seventh has not yet appeared. When he does arrive, he must stay but a brief time. Number seven, I say, is Donald J. Trump. The beast that once was, 
meaning he was in power, but he is not in power no more. He is the eighth. He's the ruler. He's the king. He's of the seven. His administration was in the previous seven administrations. And he will also be a ruler in an eighth administration. I know this is difficult, but to the prophets and to the overcomers, you must accept God's plan for the time in which you live. God's plan, His prophecies come to pass. We we don't let we don't direct the prophecies. We don't control prophecies. They direct us. They bring us into a realization, into a reality that we must transition into. We have to transition into this. Very soon, Donald Trump lawfully is going to be his administration will be over according to maybe the laws of man but according to the plan of God and when his time is done who follows him not Joe Biden who follows Joe Biden it will not be a woman that person is of the seven but has become the eighth. We look at things from the view of the Holy Spirit, from His Word. Donald Trump was a stranger, and he was in, and in Donald Trump's uh, Solomon Stranger, you look at what Donald Trump accomplished, and you can see the personality, you can see the deeds of the stranger. By looking at history. It doesn't show you in the scripture. What deeds he does. But it just tells you he has a position. You go to what happened during his administration. And you see the deeds. He destroyed the Clinton dynasty. The Bush dynasty. When Jeb Bush was. The night that Jeb Bush. The last debate. That, that that night, Senior Bush was in the audience. And Senior Bush realized that Donald Trump could not be defeated in that process. And that's why Senior Trump gave the thumb across the neck sign to Donald Trump. A Masonic sign meaning you're dead. George Senior knew his dynasty was over. And the dynasty that was to continue through his son Jeb was over. And he knew it. He went to the grave knowing Donald Trump had destroyed the power of the Bushes as a family forever. And Hillary Clinton at the night of election she knew that the Clinton dynasty was over. She knew she'd never get the chance again. <clears throat> Not only did she know because of the election process, 
but because of her involvement in the occult, she, through the occult world, she knew that God had put Donald Trump there on the stage with her. She knew and she feared that she was not going to beat him. And she didn't. She knew it. But now, to the overcomers in the body of Christ, this is the Holy Spirit telling His children, Donald Trump's time is going to expire. Donald Trump eventually is not going to be able to make a comeback. Not in the Bible. Anything he does is going to be out of the power of his own his own will. But he still is in the press because he's still legitimately the president without the authority of that office. And very soon, number eight, already number eight, is working, is planning a strategy on how he is going to resume office illegally because the Constitution of this country won't allow it. That doesn't matter. They will and are planning to break all of the power of the Constitution. They pretty much have scuttled it already. But there's got to be a final blow to end it. And that blow is coming very shortly. How? I don't know. When? Shortly. How short? I would say a couple of years. Uh, Joe Biden is not going to be able to make it to the, 20, to the next election. Already, he is fatigued and he's not going to be able to carry the plan of these people forward much longer. There has to be a, a new strategy. There has to be a new plan. And whatever that plan is, they're being forced to go another direction as quickly as possible. And they're trying to make that decision. They don't know exactly what direction to go. God is going to take them in a direction that they probably don't even aren't aware of. They can make their plans, but God will direct their footsteps too. Just like with each of us. We make our plans. We, we decide what we're going to do. We pick the direction that God is going to take us in life, but God directs our steps. If He didn't, we would end our lives short and, and much way before our time. If God's hand wasn't upon us at all times, our decisions would put us in jeopardy, would put us in a scenario where uh, we would <clears throat> suffer. To the Christians, to the overcomers in this audience, you investigate. You investigate. I'm the one on the ice. But as you investigate... God may put you out there too. God will have His prophets. 
God will have his overcomers. That is biblical. It cannot be stopped. The real cost of the state is the prosperity we do not see, the jobs that don't exist, the technologies to which we do not have access, the businesses that do not come into existence, and the bright future that is stolen from us. The state has looted us just as surely as a robber who enters our home at night and steals all that we love. Frederick Bastiat. The P.E. Gun Show, May 28th and 29th, is located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearm drawings sponsored by Elijah Hatch, running for Weld County Commissioner at Large. With CCW classes, food all weekend, and thousands of fellow patriots, it's a great way to spend the day. For info, see P.E.Shows.com. That's P.E.Shows.com. See you at this show. Cahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. third hour podcasts are on 1360khnc.com 
and then to the podcast section down to the Olive Tree site, and you can uh, go back to the archives and listen to the programs in the past. These are archived, um, and that's just the way the Lord wants to do it. And what I'm presenting to you, I'm not asking you to believe it. I'm just telling you that investigate it. I am a... When Donald Trump was president, I... I have to say that as a brother in Christ, I I love the man, and he's doing what the Holy Spirit has given him to do. I still support him. I don't believe that he'll be able to make a comeback. That's not in God's plan. I go with what I see in the Word. And during the time that he was president, I dreaded the thought that there would come a time when he was going to be, his his presidency was going to be cut short. I, I knew that the whole time. I was so excited for the American people and the victories that he was getting for the American people, for the people of the world. No war in Ukraine and other things. But I always knew he was just the eye of the storm. The hurricane that began through the previous six presidents to Obama the hurricane was at devastating levels by the time Obama left office. And I knew Donald Trump, in the example of him being the eye of the hurricane, he was going to bring in, the winds were going to subside, the sun was going to come out, there were going to be great blessing upon the American people, great torment to the children of the devil. But still, there was going to be a great blessing upon this country, and he would give hope to the country. But at the same time, I always knew there would be a day when it turned around and began to go the other way. And that took place at the 2020 election. And if I hadn't seen it that way, I would probably be depressed like other people are that are Trump supporters. But the Bible must, the prophecies of the Bible are accurate. The forecasting of these prophecies and the interpretation, that is what is inaccurate. I've given you to the best of my ability an accurate forecast of this man, Donald J. Trump, and the plan of God that was with him and what is to come in the future. This will make you sober to really think. God bless you. God bless you. God keep you. God's spirit be upon you. I will talk to you next week. God bless your day today, Rick Rodriguez. God bless you. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown,